0: Intro time! Intro time! It is time for intro time! Intro time! Intro time! time, time there is another cat in the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, Momo, what was, what we just that? picked you out. Do you want to say the intro? Meow, 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 meow. It is the truth universally acknowledged that a person in possession of good headphones must be in want of a podcast. Welcome to Pride, Prejudice, and Podcasts. Hi, I'm Mary. I'm Kaylee. And we both love Pride and Prejudice. To a, a worrying amount. True. So last night, what did we watch? 1940s version, Pride and Prejudice. Hell yeah, we did. Do we have some notes? <laughs> I also, I've got the cast list, and the cast list, I mean the two main characters. Yeah, because, yeah, anyway. Uh, so Lizzie was played by Greer Garson. Fun fact, she was 36 in this. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn. But we don't know how old she was. We didn't have that whole. Lizzie was never given given. Well, she's twenty one. Yeah, Lizzie's twenty one. So like, Greer Garson, good for you. Yeah. Anyway. And then Lawrence Olivier played Darcy. Um, Is it Olivier? Olivier Is, Olivier um, um, Lawrence Olivier sounds more familiar. Olivier. Okay, we'll go Olivier. I think, R, I think we said it wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, and we have some notes on Lawrence Olivier, which I'll probably just cut in from our recording last <laughs> night. <laughs> Do that and cut. Hi, so Future Area here. Whoa, look, there's a difference in audio quality. I got myself an actual microphone. Uh, Kaylee's audio will be better in future episodes. This one we recorded on the ground of my sewing room back in August. Uh, so sorry for any like sound issues. Anyway, we did actually record ourselves watching the 1940s movie. So we'd have snippets to put into the episode as Kaylee just mentioned here. However, a few of those snippets, I just won't be including, for instance, this one about Laurence Olivier, because we actually talk about him more at the end of this episode. And I think we do a more succinct job of touching on the subject we were going to touch on. So that won't be in here. But there will be a few snippets from our recording that we did the night before. So look forward to that. Okay, bye. It was adventure. It was great. The internet failed me, but it was fine. Yeah. So we'll start at the beginning, because we took notes just throughout the movie, so we might as well go in order. First. Oh, I wanted to look something up before we started. What did you want? I was look- going to look up 1830s stays slash corsets. Oh, I'll go get my phone, and yeah. you tell them about... Um, the trailer. The trailer. Okay. So basically, at the beginning of this, uh, there's the original theatrical trailer, which we were like, why is this here? And then at the end of the movie, and the box told us it was the original theatrical trailer, so we were like, oh, makes sense. It was... Hilarious. Let me just... like, it doesn't really spoil the whole thing, but it's very funny. It's just, what will she say? Right. Yes? yes? No? no? Perhaps? Okay. <laughs> it was incredible. Okay, here's your internet. Because I'm sure they weren't pointy boobs, but like I want to make sure they weren't pointy boobs. Because this was like the transition period, right? Somewhat, yeah. Okay. A little pointiness, not much. Hmm. Interesting. So this was a transition. So this is more of a stay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. Just wanted my costume notes. Oh, Ari, I do have a question for you. Yeah? Your family. Are they in health? Are they? I think so. Okay, good. Pretty sure. I hope so. Cool. So here we go. The movie. Oh, my first note, aside from the whole trailer right for the movie, is Love those jump cuts. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's all, but that's mostly the movie, except for that, like, one fade in, fade out. (laughs) They did that a lot. They did a couple times, but within scenes, it was jump cut, jump cut, jump cut, jump cut. Yeah, they're all jump cuts, except between scenes, there's always a fade to black, Mm -hmm. fade back in. Yeah. To be fair, they're working with film. Yeah, that's true. Jump cuts are a thing. I mean, my first note is about the hair. Oh. What's my other note? And I don't know if we want to get into costumes and hair yet. (laughs) Or we want to go straight to fly. Well, the third one is the amount and size of the hats. (laughs) (laughs) Those bonnets. The bonnets. I guess we'll start with costumes I guess we'll start with costumes. So the one thing to note about this movie is it takes place in 1830. The original Pride and Prejudice is 1810. They decided, we're gonna move it up 20 years. Why? Dresses. Oh my god. And sleeves. And hats. And And garden parties. parties. And bows. And archery. We'll get to that later. But they, they moved the movie up 20 years just so they could use these outrageous costumes. Mm-hmm. Which are, like, kind of accurate. I mean, like, they're in the right style for the 30s. Yeah. So, like, a shifting of time period excluded. nineteen er, 1830s costumes done very well, except for the questionable sheer sleeves. Yeah, which right. we don't know about. But it could have been a summer thing, yeah. like, and there's enough layers. I mean, everyone at the garden party had sheer sleeves. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. So, there's that, um, and then the, the huge hats. Oh, my God. They wore they, giant bonnets. Giant, absolutely. They're like four feet tall. I no. mean, yeah, bonnets were a thing, but not that big. <laughs> weren't they? They weren't? They were, they were smaller? Yeah, okay, they weren't four feet tall, but they were at least two to three feet. I'd say like from, one and a half, honey. From one feet! That's a little more than a foot. That's at least two feet. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um... Yeah. Yeah and I, I have some questions about their undergarments, which is why I had to take a pause and Google eighteen thirty stays. Yes. Um, first off, pointy boobs. Forties. They have to all be wearing bullet bras, is the thing. Because mm-hmm. everyone's boobs were pointy. And I looked at eighteen thirty stays just to make sure and yes, there is a bit of like point. of a point, but it's not really there because mm-hmm. it's a stay. Mm-hmm. Um there's also a scene. When Elizabeth gets to um, Hunsford and like goes to Charlotte and Mr. Collins' place and she undresses and it's like, why are you undressing in the middle of her room? what is going on? But she's wearing a very modern corset, like a 40s corset, mm-hmm. which is not what they wore! They yeah. wore stays. But they had all the layers for 1830s. Yeah, it had so the layers. Was cool. It was great. It I was the like, overdress and then the underdress and then there was the skirt underneath the the stays, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and then the bloomers, and then all of that. And I think she only changed in the middle of the room because it was Charlotte, Charlotte was there. Yeah. Like, it was a friend thing. Yeah. like I'm like, cool. It's just, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. Uh, that's I'm just like, why are you wearing a modern corset, ma'am? 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 And That's the only time we really see a corset. We don't see any corsets otherwise. Yeah, exactly. It's... So I'm just like, why is this here? What? You did good on these costumes, and then you put a 40s corset in here. Yeah. Um, Another costuming thing, which I talked about throughout the entire movie. The hair. The hair. So, like, they did a pretty good job on some of it, because, like, they had the curls, and, like, the weird curls, and, like, maybe, like, pigtail curls with weird things in it. Like, they did an okay job. But Lizzie. Lizzie. The entire movie, Lizzie has 40s hair. Mm -hmm. Like, it is brushed out curls. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the curls in the back are more formed, so it's, like, kinda getting Sort of the 1830s, but otherwise, it's a very brushed out curls look, which you get in the 40s, which I know for certain because this is what I achieve now. <laughs> I tried to achieve. Um, but I'm just like, why? And like, Mary also kind of has like these brushed out curls, which is not 1830s, and you have these victory rolls going on, and there were pin curls in one scene, and I'm like, why? She was very mad throughout the whole thing, I can attest. Please include some clips here from my <laughs> recordings, mainly every time you mention her 40s hair. Uh, I just love the hair. Eighteen thirties dresses, nineteen fifties hair on her. Whole forties, I guess. It's literally just like only Elizabeth has forties hair, and everyone else has some semblance of an attempt. <laughs> Until that's Mary. That's definitely Mary. Once again, forties hair. And like Mary had her, they're not. They're she had her rolls up on the side. Mm-hmm. You know. Curls are 40s. I can't get over Lizzie's victory rolls. And why is Mary's hair brushed out? She should not have brushed out curls. Just, like, look at her hair. Yeah, I know. It's gorgeous, but not right. I just spotted a satin. Yeah, me too. You know what? At least we won't run into any of those hair things like in 2005. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, so I'll just be a mix of 40s and the 1800s. Eh. Lizzie, you've never had more 40s hair than this. It's even just the method of how they curled their hair. Like, even looking at Anne, you can tell those are more modern curls. Sorry, I'm busy looking like, at 1830s hair. Would you like to see um, the vintage thing and someone recreating it? Please put that away. <laughs> I never want to see that again. And I love how the first two results are from modern films. Yeah. And I'm like, no. No, I-, I wanted to see actual vintage hair to make sure it wasn't going wrong. Okay, I'll give them some points on some of how some of the curls look. But Lizzie is one hundred percent wrong. So like those were my notes on costuming. Yeah. And hair. And hair. And makeup. 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 Forties makeup. 40. Very thin brows. Heavy makeup. It is a black and white film, so I do understand like somewhat the need of makeup. But mm-hmm. it's very heavy forties makeup. It's very heavy. Yeah. Although Olivier was very fond of his makeup, so really I think we just had to match him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it said in the bios. So the plot of the movie, I guess starting out, I have got a lot of notes about the weird plot. Weird plot. There's a lot of interesting changes and 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 additions to this version. It's very it's very, I wanna say it's way more American, even though it oh, was, yeah. had British actors. I don't Well, it was um, Warner Brothers. Greer was um American and British. Yeah. So, um, but the rest, I think we're all American. No, Olivier was are English. Oh, okay. But it is Warner Bros. So. It is Warner Bros. So it's an American-made, or American studio producing the film. So, they took some liberties. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting. Right off the bat, normally, all of these start with, you know, Mr. Benetton, you never heard, Netherfield Park is it last. But it took us 20 minutes to get to that point. The whole first scene was them buying... Dress, fabric. dress fabrics and ribbons and ribbons uh and, and that's and then they see Darcy and Bingley pull up in a carriage and, and she, they send an errand boy out to find out who the heck everybody is and then Mrs. Hurst comes in and then, and then she gossips and then them. Miss Lucas comes in or excuse me Lady Lucas uh and so they're all in there um and there's just this big to do and then there's a carriage race but before this, oh. they go around town to collect the rest of the daughters because currently in the oh. shop it's only um, Mrs. Bennett, uh, Lizzie and Jane. Yeah. Um, and they go to get Mary, and Mary's in a bookshop, and she smiles. And she was so cute. Mary I, smiles. I love in this. Mary in this I, one. Yeah, me she's too. very like the actress who played her, very adorable. I love how she had to. She like I guess it was an acting choice peering through her glasses all the time and like adjusting them that was really like I thought that was cute because like yes you have to make her look bookish bookish but she's still just as pretty as the rest of the girls she just happens to have glasses and thus makes a squinty face like that was a nice kind of thing um I really like Mary in this movie she's so sweet she's very sweet and she finds love we'll talk about that later <laughs> oh yeah there's also the puppet show the puppet, the, puppet the, show. Show. the puppet show. The puppet show. So we are introduced to Kitty and Lydia because they are watching a puppet show with some officers. Officers right off the bat. Just throw that out. It's another. Wickham and Denny. It's Wickham and Denny? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Carriage race. Carriage race. Carriage race. Oh my gosh. It was very, very American, first of all. Uh, Basically, it's when the Bennets are going home and they pass Lady Lucas and Charlotte. hmm And then they decide to have a carriage race yes and so they're trying to beat the Lucases, basically back home so that they can get the news to their respective husbands before the other so that they can go introduce themselves so that then the ladies can visit and yada 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 you know then they finally get back and then it's the netherfield pock is let at last finally in that whole scene my next note is just mary seems so excited about bingley question mark <laughs> Yeah. All the girls are very excited about knowing that there's a new man in the neighborhood. And I don't know, Mary stands out to me because she doesn't care about this. Generally speaking. And then in this movie, she's like, ooh, I want to know. So, Well, actually, if you think about 2005, who's got warts? All of that, she was trying to, like, yeah, keep up with what everybody else is talking about. So in that respect, that makes sense. But Mr. Bennett. I love him so much. He has a bunch of additional lines. A couple additional lines, not a bunch. Most notably, when Mrs. Bennett is just like, look at them, five of them without dowries, blah, 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 whatever are we to do? And Mr. Bennett just goes, you're right, perhaps we should have drowned some of them at birth. (laughs) And we're just like, Mr. Bennett! (laughs) He says it so casually, and like he's clearly joking, because he kind of says it with a smile. And, like, looks at Lizzie when he does it. And she kind of, you know, acknowledges it. But it was just... Mr. (laughs) Bennett. Um. Yikes! Uh. (laughs) Ah! So the next thing I want to talk about is the Meriton Assembly. Hmm. First thing to note, Wickham's there. Yep. And he interacts with Darcy. The best line. Wickham is dancing with Lydia. Uh, Lydia asks something about Darcy. I don't know. She asks something. And then Wickham says... Someday I'll tell you what kind of creature you are, miss. Oh! He said, he's like, who is that lovely creature? That's my sister. Oh, you must introduce me to her after the dance. She pulls Lizzie and she's like, he says you're a lovely creature. (laughs) And then Wickham says that line. Someday I'll tell you what kind of creature you are, miss. And we were both like, ooh! Ouch. Yeah. (laughs) was my first thought. Yeah. Yeah. The marriage is very interesting. It's it's yes. Darcy's introduction is very interesting. So, in this version, Darcy's very sweet and like immediately right off the bat wants to talk to Elizabeth. Like, he asks to be introduced to her. Yeah. Like immediately. But this is after um Lizzie has overheard him saying that. She's tolerable bull enough, but I don't find myself wanting to mingle with the middle class. Yes, that. That. So it's a know, class thing, not a beauty thing. Yeah. Because I know it wasn't not handsome enough to tempt me. Is not in this one. Right. So Lizzie overhears that with Charlotte, and so this is after that. Oh wait, 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 wait! I sh- my favorite part. My favorite part about Lizzie in this whole scene it was that she does a a mock a um. Uh, an impersonation of Mr. Darcy. Like, she puts her hands on her hips with a little fan and she, like, or twirls it around, one of the two. And she just goes, Tolerable, but I don't want to meddle with the middle of classes. And, like, she deepens her voice and it's just very funny. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. So, Darcy asked to be introduced to her, so I believe it's, um, Sir Lucas. Yeah. Yeah introduces them, and then Darcy immediately asks to dance with her. And Lizzie, I forget her response, basically, she says no. And then Wickham comes up right next to them and says, may I have the next dance? And she goes, yes. <laughs> and, and Darcy makes this face. He's just like, um, I asked you, and you get, uh, but. <laughs> it's very funny. Yes. He's like about to turn away Wickham shows up. It's, it's, yes. It's also like they combine these scenes because at the Meriton dance, of course, Darcy and Wickham are both there, so they see each other, and then Wickham explains his life story to Lizzie. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, Mm -hmm. music cue as Darcy and Lizzie almost bump into each other. (laughs) (laughs) There was very good music in the scene. Yeah, it was very cute. Uh, Yeah, that's kind of it at the Meriton assembly. Oh, everybody has fans. Everyone has fans. They and little dance cards. cards! That was nice. We liked that little bit. Dance cards! I think they're attached to the fans. Yeah, it's so cute! Thank And then the next thing I have is Jane going to Netherfield. She gets in the carriage. They call for the carriage. She sits down in the carriage. And then Mrs. Mrs. Bennet <laughs> sees the clouds. And goes, no! And then she pulls her out of the carriage. And says, go get changed, you're taking a horse. <laughs> it's a very sad scene of Jane on the horse in yeah. the rain, and then the cutest thing. So she gets sick. She's sat in at the field. The doctor is tending to her. There's like a room divider in front of the door it's like for like a, privacy. One of those, those privacy screen type thing. <laughs> and Bingley. <Bing-Wing. laughs> it's a visual thing. Like it's hard to tell you. <laughs> he he's like you can't see his head over it. You can't. And see And then them. he hears something, and his head just goes whoop. <laughs> just pops his head over. I think my favorite part is just, like, the doctor is telling, I think, Caroline what's up with Jane. The doctor is using a whole bunch of, like, medical-ish terms, and then Bingley's head just keeps popping up and translating into, you've got a head cold. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A slight fever. (laughs) A week! A week! Jane's character is interesting in this. Like, there's... She's very soft-spoken, very naive, like, more so than usual. Mm Mm-hmm. But she does get excited about little things and like it's visible. Mm -hmm. Whereas in other versions, the other versions we've watched, Jane is very, A, reserved, like quiet. But also in other versions, there was a lot more focus on Jane and Bingley. Whereas This This is not. This is not. You don't even see the proposal. Mm -mm. You just see him sitting down with her. Yes. And it ends, but we'll get to that. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. So yeah, the focus is definitely more on Elizabeth and Darcy Mm -hmm. than it is on Jane and Bingley, which is a change from, you know, the other ones. Yeah. There's kind of equal time given to both. My next note is Caroline slights Lizzie. Ah, I do not remember what this line is, but I remember Caroline's acting. She looks directly at Lizzie when she says her line. I don't know. She she slights Lizzie, and it's very directed at Lizzie, like, more so than it's ever been in yeah, any previous movie. Looks, it's interesting. It it was, yeah, she's quite harsh in this She one. is very harsh. I like it. Um, another thing, like, it's extremely fast-paced. Oh, yeah. And, like, the blocking in their scenes, it's always, like, one after another, just snap, 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 get to it. In Netherfield, when Lizzie's there... Like, she gets a book to read, and then immediately she's playing cards with Bingley. She puts the book down, goes to play cards, and then Caroline asks her to walk, and then they're walking about the room, but really they're just walking back and forth because there's not enough room in this room to walk back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, very quick. It's so quick. I'm like, Lizzie, you didn't even have time to read a single page. Yeah. There was no indication that time had passed. It very, it was just very boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Again with those like jump cuts, basically. And then we have um, Darcy eating grapes with a very stiff (laughs) pose. We have audio of that. (laughs) I do. We do. Just you walk into the bathroom. We go. Do you want to know how Darcy eats grapes? (laughs) (laughs) Include that here. Tag yourself. I'm Darcy who eats grapes like this. (laughs) Grapes over here. Singular grape over here. He just walked into Elizabeth and was like... What? All I have here is his eyebrow. That's Darcy's Oh, you were somewhat trying to point out his eyebrow to me, and I missed it. You missed it, but basically... Oh, oh, it's during the garden party? It's during the garden party. We're not at the garden party yet! I know, so then I'll have to get there. We're almost there. Yes, because I have Fitzwilliam's kilt. That's the next note. (laughs) So... God. God, so Mr. how Mr. Collins enters, so first he enters the house, but you don't see him enter because Mr. Bennet immediately takes him to his room. But when you see him enter to meet the girls, he walks out of his room, he's very happy, very overjoyed, he stops in front of the mirror, and looks at himself in the mirror, walks down the stairs, rehearses what he's going to say, sees a nice little vase, takes out his little spyglass spy oh, eyeglass? It's an, um... One of the single, the single, single lenses. That uh, they keep on a little chain. And he inspects the vase. And then he flicked it. <laughs> and then he flicks then the he, vase. And then he, <laughs> then he stopped it from ringing, which I thought was written. And fun. then he continues to rehearse his speech and continue to walk down the stairs. And Lydia loses her mind. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's interesting. Also, Lizzie plays harp in this. Yeah. I don't know why, but she just plays the harp. Maybe it's something that Ru Carson could do. And they would just like include it. And then when they get up to leave the room, so Mrs. Bennett exits with Collins and like he asks like takes her hand and they walk out. And then Lydia and Kitty mm-hmm. Lydia and Kitty mock that. Oh. It's very high in mind. He just And they like wig they waddle the bottle? They like shake their, heads, shake their heads and like they like, side exaggerate side. how Collins took her their mom's hand and walk out of the room together, and it's very funny. Okay, we're at the garden party. Great. So, first, what is this garden party? Uh, it's the equivalent of the um, netherfield, netherfield ball. ball. First of all, uh, Bingley seems very excited. Caroline is not excited at all. Collins is chasing Lizzie, calling after her. Um, Lizzie is running through the garden slash forest next to it and Darcy sees this and immediately starts to follow Lizzie not calling her name just you know in his quiet way and then Lizzie hides in a bush and then Collins doesn't see this and he stops and he sees Darcy and he's just like oh Mr. Darcy have you seen Lizzie and Darcy's like "Mm, no maybe she's on the other side of the lake. Because Lizzie looks at him and just starts shaking Shaking her head. (laughs) And then, um, and then so he goes off and then Darcy's like, it's all clear, lady. I don't know (laughs) what he said. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like every one of Darcy's interactions with Lizzie is sweet. It's very sweet. And There's I'm, no... Yeah, we'll get to the proposal when I feel about But that. they say Pride and Prejudice. Oh, yes, they say the title, <laughs> guys. They say, they the, say the title. If you're so proud. You're so be... prejudiced. It wouldn't be so hard if you were so prejudiced. And he says it with a smile, which is so... They know what they're doing. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Olivier, I see you. Hey, the, gr- the garden party... There's a ring toss. There are these swings and, like, these like little carriage sled things. Yeah. There's one of those Mayfair poles with the ribbons. And then there's archery. Okay, so Darcy is giving Lizzie a lesson in archery. And then Lizzie takes the bow for herself, and he's like, try it for yourself, blah, 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 blah. And then Lizzie proceeds to get three bullseyes in a row. And Darcy is very gracious about it. He's just like, and next time I will not offer to give you a lesson. And then we have the obligatory Elizabeth. Was an agony. <laughs> because yeah. Mary's playing and singing. He's well, singing. she's just singing in this one. She's singing, yeah. So Elizabeth was in agony. Um, you know. Oh, and this is when... This is the eyebrow. This is what I'm talking about. Mary is singing. Elizabeth and Darcy started to head in. Then they overhear the, co- the conversation between Miss Bennet and, I guess, Lady Lucas or somebody. Right? And then Lydia and Kitty come in with Wickham and Denny. Or Denny and someone else. I don't know. If I think it's Wickham make- and Denny. Is it Wickham? would make sense. W- Wickham? <laughs> Wickham? Wickham. Wycombe. Um, and so all of this is happening at once. And as Elizabeth is clearly just embarrassed, Darcy just has one eyebrow raised as he watches all of this. And I was trying to get you to see it, because it was very just, it was very funny. Anyway. That's that's that was the eyebrow. He was just like taking it all in, and, and then I mean, the eyebrow happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh huh. And then Lizzie cries in a corner. Oh yeah, Lizzie does a lot of crying in this. Yeah, she goes and cries in a corner. I don't remember why. It's after Elizabeth was in agony. Uh, it's because she's embarrassed. Okay. Yeah. And then she goes and it, cries in a corner outside. And then Darcy comforts her. And then it's you're so proud. You're so prejudiced. Um, puppy subplot. Puppy subplot. <laughs> Why are the puppies there? No idea. It's literally like 10 seconds and there's puppies, Mm -hmm. and Lydia and Kitty are playing with puppies outside. It's very cute. It's cute, but why are there puppies? But then, this proposal scene with Colin? Yes, it's Mr. Colin's proposal scene and his acting, which I do want to talk about. Because this actor, I don't remember what actor it is. But this actor, he plays Collins in a really interesting way to me. Because he plays Con- Collins, like, very earnestly. In a lot of versions, you see him as, like, really awkward, very shy, very embarrassed. This one, he's, like, very earnest. He's very, like... Confident. Confident in himself. Yeah. Which is, like, it's refreshing in a way. It's it's interesting. Like, he's still the Collins we don't like. And he's still quite awkward. Yes. And he still rehearses his lines and all of that fun stuff. Yeah. But it's it's different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... Nice. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Um, anyway. So then propose. Uh, it's it's the tris- regular thing. It's the regular thing. And then Miss Bennet says, headstrong, foolish. Yeah, Miss Bennet says, headstrong, foolish girl, which is Deburg's line. Deburg does say this later on, but it was just interesting to me, because yeah. I'm like, that's not your line! <laughs> but then Collins goes, headstrong, foolish. Lady Catherine will never approve. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was very funny. And then, you know... As usual, Mr. Collins gets engaged to Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Next scene, guess what? We're already at um, their house. Mm -hmm. They they ended that quite... Or they didn't end it amicably, but like, Lizzie and... Lizzie didn't seem as mad at Charlotte for taking Collins as other versions. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a scene where Lizzie undresses and I go off the walls about her wearing a corset. Yeah. Yeah. As we have talked about already. Mm-hmm. And also I've written down, she has a daring nightgown that Charlotte comments on. Oh, yes. And Lizzie goes, yes, I will not tell my mother I own that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sheer nightgown. It's a sheer, yeah. Uh, Darcy's gonna enjoy that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want to talk about anything with the bird, because I just got proposal next. First proposal, second proposal. First proposal, first course. proposal. Oh. We're not at second proposal yet. Uh when, when does Mary say that really funny line that I wrote down? We're not there yet. We're not That's there? at the letter. That's at the she's, letter. She's opening Jane's letter. Right, I know that, but I don't remember what happened. We're when. still at Rosing Park! We're so Mary's so... not there! Okay. I'm so confused. Rosing Park happens, um Mr. Berg not Andaberg, but uh Catherine DeBerg. Lady she Catherine. looks like she has a lemon in her mouth 24-7. <laughs> Seven. I mean, so does Anne. I mean, I, I'd say good acting. Good choice for that actress. Mm-hmm. Um, She looks very much like a Lady Catherine. Hey, let's go to the first proposal. Okay, you have fun. They get some points for this. We haven't talked about how close to the book it is. I guess I'll just touch on it here since I had stuff for it. It's not very close to the book. Not at all. There are some, like... They do direct quotes at some points. I found it very interesting, which I already pointed out when we watched it last night. Though, so the first direct quotes I noticed were about kitty coughing. Yes. And I'm just like, it's the kitty coughing, and then, like, Mrs. Bennett says, like, you have to stop, you're like, you're, it's, I don't remember. Your, ta- your coughs are ill-time. Your ta- coughs are ill-time, and then Mr. Bennett's like, she can't control what she coughs. But it's like, why would you, you chose that to keep in, but you took out so much else from the book. So there are some direct quotes the proposal scene, it's pretty much, not, not entirely direct quotes, but they, they get points for it. A lot of stuff was included that's in the book. Mm-hmm. So good for them. My favorite is all the dramatic turns they do. Oh, where Lizzie's goodness. looking away and then she turns around to talk to him and then turns back around to the window. <laughs> but yeah, their proposal, that's, that's kind of it. Yeah. And it's it's just so interesting to me because Lizzie's like I hadn't known a day before you were lost. I knew you were the last man in the world I'd be able to marry. And I'm just like, but Darcy's been very nice, nice in to this you. Movie. The one slight he's made towards you is when he said like, um, not tolerable in middle classes. And That's then, like the one. And then the story she already heard from Wickham. Yeah, she's heard Wickham's story, and then Darcy say that about her. And other than that, Darcy's been like nice and trying to like win her affection. Mm-hmm. And so it's very weird to me. And I don't think he's ever implied to have taken Bingley away from Jane. Again, the focus isn't really on them yeah. anymore. But I mean, they mention that. They mention it, but... yeah. And like of course Darcy's proposal is bad because he does the entire thing talking about her class and her family, which is like, yeah, that's that's reason enough to reject him. But when Lizzie's just like, I had not known you day before the last man. I'm like, "Hun, he he's been nice to you. Yeah. In this version, he's very nice. And yes, his proposal is not great. But other than that... Yeah. It's interesting. It is. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, They don't go to Pemberley in this version. Nope. Pemberley is just entirely cut out, which means we don't get to see Georgiana. Uh-huh. Which is sad yeah. on my ha- behalf, because I like Gigi. Can I just say that if we were going to, like ideal casting, i want the actress who played Mary to be Georgiana. Really? I would. Interesting. I think it'd be cute. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's no Pemberley. After Lizzie gets back from Rosings Park and all of that, uh, Lydia has eloped already with Wickham. She hears about it right as she gets back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you can do your Mary line. So, Mrs. Bennett receives a letter that's addressed to Jane. Mm-hmm. And she steams it and opens it. And then Mary says, you can't do that, it's against the principles of the Magna Carta. <laughs> Which is just so funny to me. <laughs> I don't even remember what the Magna Carta is about, but I don't think it's about opening other people's nails. <laughs> I love Mary so much in this version. <laughs> you can't do that, it's against the principles of, of the Magna, Magna Carta. Carta. And there's our tagline for this episode. <laughs> it's so sweet. So this all happens. Everything happens. Oh no! Bingley's left Netherfield. We'll never see him again. Oh no! Um, Darcy comes by to tell her about Wickham in person. Yeah, there's no letter. There's no pining. There's nothing. There's just he comes by. And is like I won't renew those sentiments. Let me tell you about Wickham. But I should. It's very straight. Me. Straight to the point. He really just says "Gigi," yeah. end sentence. End sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my sister. Yeah. about her. Well, um, gotta go! (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go fast! So Darcy leaves, um, uh, Lizzie just stands in the room for a second, and then rushes to the door, and cause she hears a knock, but it's Jane, and she's like, has he gone? And she's just like, yes! She rode off. He rode rode off off on the horse already. And then, and you can just hear the, damn it! (laughs) in Lizzie's bed. And then Lizzie confesses to Jane, oh Jane, I love him! And I'm over here like, what? What? You love him? You were so mad at him like 20 minutes ago. (laughs) But apparently you love him now. I see how it is. I remember in our first watch through of this last year, I was just like, you love him? You're not supposed to love him until Pemberley. hun. you can't love him yet. And then I realized Pemberley never happens. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why we watch it twice, many months apart. So then we have the Lady Catherine thing. Oh, I love her. So, you <laughs> know, as usual, Lady Catherine comes to the house to be like, I heard you're engaged to my nephew. Oh, wait, I forgot to do my... Okay, so I have a note in here that just says Lady Catherine feminist, question mark? And it happens when Lizzie is visiting Roslings Park and Darcy is there and blah, 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 blah. And it's revealed... I think it's revealed that Darcy and Anne are intended for each other. But then... Lady Catherine makes a point to say, because it's in response to Lizzie having five or four sisters, no male heir. She's just like entailing away properties from female from the female line, and so she goes. And this is why Anne is my my sole heiress. Like it's not going to Darcy. It's going to Anne, and she's like very adamant about this. <laughs> that that whole bit is just like. All right. Don't know what the politics were in 1830, but like, okay, go for it. I'm, I, I, support you in this, Lady Catherine, and only in this until the end, anyway. Let's talk about that. No, we're not. <laughs> we gotta go there. That's where we are. Is that where we are? Yes, yeah, that's, that's where we are. Lady Catherine comes by the house. Oh, uh, that's right. We are. Yeah, we're here. Okay. So as usual, Lady Catherine comes by the house to be like, "Are you engaged to my nephew?" They have this conversation. Lady Catherine makes a point to say. That if they get engaged, Lady Catherine has the power to take away all of Darcy's money. And so she's, and then she says something like, "If you marry him, you will, you will be poor." And Lizzie just goes, "Well, then it will be no different than what I, i or something, something akin to. I'm already used to that. What, what's the worst that can happen?" Yeah, exactly. So Lady Catherine has this whole conversation, making sure to be like, if you end up with my nephew, I will take away his wealth. What do you think now? Do you still like him? And Lizzie's like, I'm not going to tell you anything. I don't care. No. I don't care. What, what's... Do you have any... Uh, You promised me never to enter into such an ex- engagement. No. I will not. She, <laughs> <Do you>, like, <laughs> thinks so? that. No, no. No, I will not. I don't think so. No. And then Lady Catherine leaves the house. Well, first, actually, um... I forget the context, but Lizzie, Lady Catherine says she won't leave until she gets a direct answer, and Lizzie's like, well, then should I set you up a room, or should I call for your carriage? I, I'll, I'll call for the him, and he'll either take you to your room or take you to your carriage, which I believe you will, in the end, prefer. Yeah. Uh, Lady Catherine walks out to her carriage, and who's that sitting in the carriage? Is it Mr. Collins? No. Is it Mrs. Collins? No. Is it one of the puppies? No. Is it a bag of potatoes? <laughs> Shut up. Is it Mister Darcy? Mister Darcy is sitting in the in carriage. The carriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then he goes up to Lady Catherine, and says, "What was her response?" And Lady Catherine is just like, "Well, well she didn't. She said that she would not refuse to refuse to marry you." <laughs> and Darcy gets this really excited little face on him. It's so quite cute. And he hugs DeBerg. She's like, oh, stop it. I've got enough thanks. I'm not used to it. So turns out Darcy set all of this up to test Lizzie to see if Lizzie still wanted to talk to him. Yeah, he's just like, I wanted to make sure I'd be... I have the note. I have the note. Threatened to take away Darcy's fortune. Lady Catherine knows of Darcy and his dealings with Lydia. That's the difference. Lady Catherine, because at this point Lydia has said to be married, so Lady Catherine reveals in her talk with Lizzie that Darcy was involved in that. Yeah. So the line that Darcy says to Lizzie after it's revealed that he kind of set this whole thing up with Lady Catherine to, like, test Lizzie is, I wanted to make sure I would be welcome. (laughs) Which Which is is just like, (laughs) which is actually quite, I think it's quite sweet, he's just like, he's very, he's insecure in, in that respect, he's just like, do I, am I? Can I, can I come in, <laughs> and so he's like, "I will send in my aunt, my meddling aunt, to yell at you and make sure you know I will be poor, which is definitely a setup because I am not poor, poor? <laughs> so Darcy goes for a walk in the garden with Lizzie, and I'm over here going, but Bingley and Jane wasn't resolved what What's up with Bingley and Jane Bingley, who we basically don't see in this movie Jane who we and then Darcy's like, Oh, I expected him to arrive at the same time as me, and then they look over. And And what's that? er, Bingley approaching quietly from behind Jane. Tie yourself, I'm the deer. (laughs) (laughs) That's me! (laughs) Tag yourself, I'm the weird cat lady statue. statue. Uh, Insert those. (laughs) (laughs) And then they just cut away from that, so, like, we don't see Jane and Bingley's proposal. It's just, like, assumed it happened. So, Darcy and Lizzie sit down. Darcy proposes again. And what's that? What happens? She says yes. There's a kiss. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I can't believe you. <laughs> Sorry. That was the one thing we were like. This is scandalous. You, know, you kissed your hand at the first proposal. Yeah, hand kissing's allowed. It's like no, great. it's not. This, they weren't allowed to touch. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Care. Um, but a full kiss. The whole, just the whole nineteen forties. Wrap very... your arms around each other smush your faces together, It looks kids. very uncomfortable. It looks very uncomfortable. Honestly, I hope their neck's okay. And then Mrs. Bennett and Mr. Bennett see this, this. and they're, like, rejoicing, exactly. and I'm like, that's scandalous. scandalous. Um, And that's almost the end. However, so before the movie officially ends, we go back to the drawing room, where Kitty and Mary have mysteriously found men. I think Kitty is with... with She's it. with an officer. Yeah, so I think it's Danny, so, or Denny. Denny's married. I thought he was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Judging from his flirting with those two? I didn't think so. Okay. But Kitty has found an officer. Mary is playing piano and singing with a man who has a flute. Who can match her pitch. <laughs> and the last thing Mary does is she sings in perfect pitch and she's just like, <gasps> she's like amazed. And I'm just like, oh, that's cute. That's cute. Okay, that's cute. But why? why are they? <laughs> it's gotta be happy endings for everybody. Come on and then basically it just ends and then it just ends it's just everyone's happy everyone's in love everyone's married Mm -hmm. that's it that's it it's very American ending. okay now do you want to talk about your boy yes I do want to talk about Talk about your boy okay so listen um as much as I love Darcy and Darcy's relationship with Lizzie um Darcy seems very queer in this um adaptation and I didn't know if it was just how the actor was portraying him or if the actor himself was queer and I was just picking up on that um so, Lawrence <laughs> Olivier, actor- Welcome to the rabbit hole. Welcome to the rabbit hole that I went down. Uh, you can include as much as the other, of uh, the actual bit from last night. Unless just reading Wikipedia pages yes. and queer websites. Yes, uh, but basically, long story short, <laughs> too long, didn't read all of that. There are rumors that Olivier was by and had a lovely- Ten-year affair. Ten-year affair with this other actor named Danny Kay, uh, but none of it is substantiated. Um, it is entirely possible that he was so far in the closet he didn't know, uh, (laughs) but he loved makeup and very good at acting, very, he, like, took on personas very easily. Basically, he's a theater gay, and we love him. What was that thing he wrote to? (laughs) Oh, and he was very fond of nicknames, and he could use, uh, what was it, it was, like, endearments. He was very easy with endearments to everybody, and so, most notably, like, for his son, Richard, he called Dicky Wicky, and for his supposed, what is it, arch nemesis. I, I love how they said arch nemesis. nemesis. <laughs> like just, I'm just like, what happened between these two? But it's, it's in the recording towards the end, so you can include that, or you can do this one, but it's just like, and his arch nemesis, Peter something or other, he called Peterkins. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, so, it's like, the entire thing is this one author who wrote about Olivier, like, Talked about this ten year affair and it has it's very un, uh, sub, um, unsubstantiated. unsubstantiated. There we go. And a journalist who has a bunch of um like has an archive of mm-hmm. Olivier's letters and affairs could not find a single like thing talking about this. Yes. So it is very possible that, that that author made it up. Yeah. But also it's possible that it was true and something like that. But also like I don't want to like speculate on the dead. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's really all we have to that's say. That's all we that. have to say about that. So that's really I think all we have to say about the 1940 edition. It's very interesting, very different than the book, but it's like it's still a fun adaptation. It's just a little weird. It's if you don't know Pride and Prejudice, it's quite fun. Or if you want something fun to watch. Yeah. 10 out of 10. If you want a 40s movie with really odd costumes, I suppose and hats. Anyway, it's like it's a fun edition. I'd recommend watching it. At least like once it, in it's your a life. fun watch. It's a fun watch. You'll have a good time. We had lots of laughs. We had lots of laughs. It was very good. Yeah, but thank you so much for listening to this episode if you've made it this far. I'm impressed. You get a gold star. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us at Twitter or on Instagram at AustinPod. Um, we'd love any engagement you want to send our way. You want to send us some fun messages. Send us forward. memes. Send us memes. <laughs> send us memes. Why not do it? We will retweet. Have a lovely day. Bye bye